Mike's Daily Podcast. F -f Episode 1511, 15 and 11, 15 lit. Mike Matthews broadcasting from Cafe Anyway, located somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont, the last place on earth. Cafe Anyway, you know, that thing. And today we got Chili Shuhart, Floyd the Floor Man, John Deere the Engineer. Today we are going to, I don't know, dance together because it's Tuesday, maybe. Mike's daily podcast maybe where you are it's tuesday i where i am it's freaking gridlock land mike's daily podcast at four in the morning there was so much traffic i couldn't believe it hey here's a fox news report helping those companies to reach new can you believe it boeing shareholders will be receiving some more money in their dividend checks that's pretty cool. And if you say, what the heck, Mike, what was that thing you just did? I don't know. Hey, Cafe, I don't know. Mike's Daily Podcast. I also was very happy to finally finish up watching Enterprise on Mike's the wonderful Daily Netflix show. Podcast. Netflix channel. Yeah. I so am going to cancel Netflix like I can't wait. Can't. Oh, but Mike, what about Stranger Things? All right, I'm going to watch a little bit of Stranger Things. We'll see how that goes. But I'm so just could care not less any more than of what I do now is what I am saying. I wonder if Shelly Shuhart's going to walk in. Here she is. Mike Matthews, it's Shelly Shuhart gift shop supervisor. I have all kinds of stuff in the gift shop. Christmas stuff. You should buy it now. I don't need it. Mike, you need all kinds of Christmas stuff to decorate your house and stuff. I don't understand what you're saying because of the retainer in your mouth. It makes my teeth look great. Your teeth are the best looking teeth ever. Look who else walked in. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the Floorman. And this is John Deere the Engineer. Roy Moore scares me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you, you're not a... Cal you're a Californian, not an Alabama, so you can't vote, right? In their election? Yeah, I can't. I cannot. No. Mm -hmm. Well, he's going to be elected today, I'm pretty sure. But uh, I got a podcast picture today that pertains to what's going on here in California, a.k.a. the fires in Ventura County, into Santa Barbara County. And here's today's podcast picture. The smoke has made its way all the way up here. To Northern California now It's amazing I, When I first started seeing the haze It was just actually a few days After the fires We were starting to get it But now I mean you really can see it It's dark The brown And it's high up in the sky So you know it's When I guess it gets high enough Those particulates Particular particulates Get really They get moving fast And they're up here now Oh, just so heartbreaking. The whole Ventura County fire and the fire came down and actually burned down a place that I lived in for 10 years. I didn't own the place. It was a tiny 500 square foot place that I lived in. And when I got married, so my ex-wife, before we got married, we were talking back and forth. Hey, should we, 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 we need to find an apartment to move into. So we were looking at all these places and it was so frustrating and we got into all kinds of arguments back then and then finally I say well we could just live where I live and she goes oh, okay 
The selling point about the place that I lived in is it was right above City Hall in downtown Ventura. You had a fantastic view. I'll have to post a picture of it sometime. The view was amazing. And I was actually... I would see I was on the north facing side of this duplex. It was a house split in two. I was on the north side or the I think it was the east northeast side of the house. So basically I had no comp- I had no neighbors on one side. It was all just mountain, the mountain going up into the park Grant Park. That's right. And I just loved it. I that's why I didn't move for 10 years when I got married. My then wife was happy with moving in with me, even though we were cramped. It was small. We had a lot of arguments about, you know, we got to keep this place clean. And we ended up painting it without asking the landlords. (laughs) And when we moved out, I got a note. We were already in Alabama. We had moved already to Alabama. And I get this note in the mail saying, "Uh, Mike, thanks. It was great having you as a tenant for 10 years. Uh, you and Robin getting married and having Robin move in. That was great. Oh, that was interesting, too. They didn't up the rent. I thought they were going to up the rent when Robin moved in, but they didn't. And they said it was great having Robin as an, uh, a, a, a great addition. And uh, so, like, we painted the place without telling them, without asking permission. And they said, we're going to take $100 off your, I think it was a $600 deposit. The rent was only 700. It was crazy. That's why I stayed there for so long. They didn't raise the rent ever. And I appreciate landlords that do that. That, uh, you know, don't try and gut their poor. If you like your tenant, why? Why uh, motivate them to leave by raising the rent and making their life crap? That's my opinion. Um, they So they said, we're going to keep $100 out of your deposit because we don't like the color blue in the... It was a beautiful blue. It worked perfect in the little living room. And when you opened the door to the living room, the view was the ocean and Anacapa Island in the distance. And actually, you saw City Hall first. My friend, I describe all this to you because it's gone. That house is gone. Completely, it's reduced to ash. And there was one time, 10 years ago, we, I still lived, I moved out in 2007. I, uh, just that year, there was a fire coming down the hill. And I thought for sure back then that it was it. That was, it was coming, it was going to get really close. And so I had to do what, you know, the go bag. I had to get everything that, the important papers, get it all set. And this is before the, the cloud. So I got a lot of important stuff in the cloud now, safe. Well, safe as a cloud is, you know, who knows? That's that's very suspect, isn't it? But yeah, that was, I got everything, all the important papers all together the night before. And, and, and you know, you think about all this. And so we woke up that morning and it was stunk of smoke. And my then wife said, I think it's going to come down and, What do we need to take with us? And I got all the stuff ready to go. And she went off to work and kept calling me, you know, how close is it now? How close is it now? Basically, if I had left the house, I would have, that would have been considered a voluntary evacuation. And I wouldn't be able to go back to the house until after the danger was over. So I stayed at the house all day. And, you know, it's, it's, 
nerve-wracking. I can't believe what the people are going through in Ventura. I mean, I can believe it, and I feel sorry for them. I went through it. And it's just, you're, nerve, you're on edge all the time. And, it's, and the smell, and the heat, and it, you feel the back of your neck is crackling. I did a whole, I did a speech once. Uh, it was an, a speech, an expository, I think is what you call it. Uh, I used to compete in speech competition. And I wrote one about the Santa Ana winds. I hate the Santa Ana winds. The one thing I love about the Bay Area is we don't get those. We get like kind of a sort of a, you know, the humidity will drop. We get that up here, but it's not the same. The Santa Ana winds just sucked. Oh, and I, I had, uh, there, there's a famous uh, Chandler. Is it John Chandler? The famous author. He wrote detective novels. He wrote a very well-known Santa Ana critique where he talked about how the blood doesn't coagulate properly during Santa Ana winds. And I... I hate Santa Ana winds. Anyhow, and they were the cause of the hor- horrific fires that are going on down there. So, all that a reminder as I was walking, and you see in this podcast picture the sunset. Uh, it just was amazing yesterday, and it and foreboding, and it told me all about what was happening down in Ventura. And there was a little piece of my house, old place that I lived in for ten years wafting in the clouds up there i believe yesterday just oh what you know so after this fire is contained the thomas thomas fire it is it's not over it's not over because then the rains come and then we have landslides okay that's a thing we got to worry about then after all that then when the grass starts green growing on the hills after the rains then we can finally breathe a sigh of relief. Uh, the reconstruction begins. Possibly bigger, beautiful, more beautiful, better houses arrive on the hillsides. Uh, hopefully, everyone situation eventually will level off in its in its severity, and we get back to normal. But right now, it's still a mess, and oh. The, the memories I have from that place I loved that place it was it was so it was tiny the sewage backed up the ants would come in I learned how to fight ants at that place that place really prepared me for home ownership because my landlord he lived up in Thousand Oaks would hardly ever come down to fix anything so I would have to do it uh, he got really mad at me one time because let's just say my then wife was flushing things down the toilet she shouldn't have. She should not have. And it caused a backup. And he like said, if she ever does this again, um, I'm not going to take care of it. So we had to pay $500 for a plumber. To sh- $500. And this was supposed to be a friend. Actually, my my then wife had worked for this guy. Actually, she was working for the guy when... We were engaged, and I remember going over to the office of this plumber, and she would be the receptionist there, and she said, you know, before we get married, we got to read Rick Warren's Purpose Driven Life. Rick Warren's Purpose Driven Life book was huge in 2004, 2003, 2004. And my wife at the time was 
pretty religious. She's not now. She's not now. But back then she was. So I had to read this. We took turns reading this book. Because that's what it was. Back then people were doing that. I th- I don't know if you lived through that. But if you knew anyone who was quote unquote a Christian. You had to do this before you got married. So Rick Warren made a bunch of money off of me. At any rate, and now I know the guy who produces his radio broadcast, which is funny how it all comes back around. So we were, uh, the, so she had all these ties to this plumber. Oh, she had a beautiful wife. She used to do Renaissance fairs, Ren fairs, and dress up as Queen Elizabeth. And she had these piercing blue eyes. And one time I got to see her dressed all up as Queen Elizabeth. It was phenomenal. And I thought, oh, we're gonna get a great deal when this plumber shows up to unclear the the lines. Nope, $500. He used the whole telescopic thing. We didn't even own the house. Why were we paying that much for, I still don't, it makes my head spin. Anyway, any cafe anyway, that was the whole, that's what all that smoke reminded me of yesterday. Anyway. Anyway. So. I was gonna I think Mike yesterday had a thing he was he was gonna tell me I should things I should talk about Mike yesterday Mike yesterday do you want to say what you want me to talk Mike about you got, what's that Mike you got your mouth guard in and you're talking softly so mouth guard your roommate doesn't hear but here's what you need to talk about oh that's right I have a roommate you need to talk about... I haven't raised the rent on my roommate, by the way. Time of year. He's lived with me for two years. Have to show how manly they are. And oh, yes! Thank you, Mike. What else? These crazy Christmas lights. The, the Christmas light situation. I don't have Christmas lights in today's picture. What else are you mumbling? Really, yours really put some of the ugliest Christmas lights. Yes, I put up the most ugliest Christmas lights is what Mike is mumbling about. Yes. But putting up Christmas lights, if you're a man, really makes you feel manly. Also, the interesting discussion you had with Mike at Fairmont Ridge about his summer fling. Oh, yeah. So this guy I see all the time, another Mike, and we'll have a Mike walk into Cafe Anyway per use coming up in a little bit. Not that, Mike. Okay. Oh, and that weird twinkling star in the south. Oh, yeah. The- in the southern sky. Oh, southern star. How I miss you tonight. Talk about that, Mike. Okay. I'm slobbering all over this recording apparatus now. Thank you, Ma- Mouthguard Mike. Uh, yeah. That southern star at four in the morning, because my dog, because I get up at four to go to work. Uh, my dog is, and I feed my dog when I wake up. That would be, of course, the wonderful Basil the Boxer, whom I have put in my special Christmas greeting on KKIQ and KKDV. So if you are in the listening range of those radio stations, just listen for a whole day and you'll eventually hear my Christmas greeting where I have Basil the Boxer on it and he barks. And I don't know how long that's going to be on the air until someone catches that and goes, let's take that off. That happened to a lot of things in my radio career. Let's just take that off. 
But with what Mouthguard Mike was talking about was when I wake up to feed my dog, Basil the Boxer, and I look up in the north, northern sky, I see this twinkling light now at four in the morning. And if you stare at it, you'll see flashes of yellow and blue, yellow, blue, yellow, blue. And I, I'm looking at it going, is that a star that I see? Or what am I looking at? Is that a plane? And I stared at it for 10 minutes and it didn't move. And I said, that must be a star. And I think that is the Southern star that appears this time of year or not. But I'm not Carl Sagan with billions upon billions of stars and tiny nucleic acids. Well, Mike yesterday up at Fairmont Ridge as we were walking our dogs, he has a dog named Vesta and I, I have Basil the Boxer and we're discussing this Roy Moore thing and he said, well, I don't trust Gloria Allred. Anything she's behind, I don't trust. And I looked at him and I go, dude, you, you like worship trees and you worship jewels and you follow the occult and you are an astrologist what are you even Roy Moore is this staunch Christian non-pagan non-everything you are person why are you defending him whatever anyway cafe anyway he was anyway telling me about this fantastic summer fling that he had where he reunited with an ex-girlfriend that he had known long ago, back when she was a waitress, and now she is a lawyer and quite rich and kind of kept him. Kept, he was a, a kept man over the summer to the point, though, where she realized, eh, this isn't going to work out and had to let him go. And he said he went on Bumble after that. Oh, my. Bumble. I have not tried Bumble, but Bumble is the one where women find the guy. And so they're bumbling around trying to find a, a good match with a male. So I don't know if I'm going to use that at any point, but I still don't know if I, I still don't feel like I am ready for a relationship, a full time dedicate my life to you type relationship I don't you know what call me immature but I did that I experienced that I saw that side of the rainbow and I refuse to go right now all southern star up in the sky that you can see past all the particulate matter in this sky around the Bay Area I think the show you know what we didn't really cover any news today and we, we covered everything Mouthguard Mike had to say. Oh, I was not happy with the end of Enterprise. I will say that. I finished that show, the Scott Bakula Star Trek. And they just wrapped that up super fast. And um, I do have to get to this news that shocks the heck out of me. Because I've met him. Well, I was near him at one point. He was at a hockey game and I was really close to him. But uh, our mayor... San Francisco Mayor Ed Lee, who became the city's first Asian-American mayor, uh, died suddenly early this morning. He was named to serve out the remainder of Gavin Newsom's term back in 2011. In a short news release, officials say he passed away this morning 
very early uh, at the San Francisco General Hospital. His family was at his side. Um, now the Board of Supervisors President London Breed becomes the acting mayor. Effective immediately according to the city charter. Wow, that's a shock. That's a shock. Um, it doesn't say here what he died of, but... There is... So, yeah, the smoke from the Southern California fires is floating up here. Um, we're going to get some very interesting sunsets. The conditions are nothing like what the region experienced when multiple blazes burned in the North Bay. Back in October, the air quality reached unhealthy levels on numerous days earlier this fall. And parents and schools were advised to keep children inside. You know, UCSB classes down in Santa Barbara, where I went to school, UCSB, classes were canceled because of the smoke. It is so bad uh, in the Santa Barbara, Ventura County area. Uh, but the, on Monday morning, the air quality around most of the Bay Area was good, with it being moderate in parts of the peninsula and East Bay. This means small... A uh, small group of people who are sensitive to ozone might be impacted by the smoke. I think we have a spare the air day today. We do those in the Bay Area where you spare the air. You're not supposed to do barbecuing or, you know, throw a log on the fire in your fireplace. None of that. Depending on who is making the case, Alabama's special Senate election today is about either continuing the Trump miracle in Washington or allowing decency to prevail back at home, according to the Associated Press. Of course, there's Judge Moore and Doug Jones. And this article basically stating the obvious. We all know about that. Uh, and there, let's see. The New York commuters are returning to the subway amid heightened security. That idiot yesterday who put the bomb on him with the zip ties, 27-year-old uh, from Bangladesh, and he was protesting the uh, air bombing of ISIS camps. And Akiad Allah is his name, and... Um, he hurt himself really bad, which I say that's really good. And that I'm so glad no one got killed in this. Oh, and he was protesting to the he saw all these Christmas posters in the subway and he was protesting that shades of the Christmas attack in Germany last year. And uh, the but, oh, interesting. He left a a mystery um, He seemed to be an ordinary member Of the Bangladeshi enclave in Brooklyn He often prayed at a mosque In an unassuming brown brownstone In the Kensington section of the borough Where a few thousand of his countrymen reside Just a normal guy But then he stripes a pipe bomb To himself And let's see Let's go to one last article here About Let's do a little tech news Something uplifting with the tech thing. Google wants you to experience it with its new photo apps. I use that. The FCC and FTC are going to partner in policing internet after the net neutrality repeal. Really? 
The Federal Trade Commission and Federal Communications Commission announced an agreement yesterday to coordinate their efforts to police the Internet once the latter agency has repealed its net neutrality rule. That is coming up, I think, on Thursday they, to scrap the Obama-era consumer protections that prohibit Internet service providers from discriminating against or favoring certain websites. Under the proposal, the FCC would get rid of the conduct rules governing broadband companies and cede authority over the industry to the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission. It will be tasked with going after internet providers that engage in unfair or deceptive practices. Okay? Let's see how well they do. As we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valley. Have a great day. I would like you, hopefully, and I hope I as well, remember this podcast particularly because there were a lot of memories put in this, stuffed into this podcast, some good memories. And uh, I want you to, I hopefully you had to have some similar good memories. I remember Christmas in that place that burned down little... I, did I ever get a tree? I don't think I ever got a tree in that place, but I did put up all these Christmas lights and stuff. We had some good Christmases there. Me and my ex-wife. Oh, well, it's all gone. It's all up in smoke. So sad. Okay. Maybe someday, hopefully long, long time away, I'll be up in smoke as well. That I really don't want to be buried. I just incinerate Mike. Release me back into the air You know what I think we've gone a little too far In today's podcast Maybe I got a little too personal But you know what I know a lot of people With that same position Anywho Cafe anyway Next show Anyway Benita the disgruntled fiddle player And the brewmaster Take care Mike's Daily Podcast Is written and produced And performed by Mike Matthews His podcast is super easy to find Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.